If you're struggling to lose weight, you've probably heard about weight loss medications like Wigovi or ZepBound, and you might be wondering if they're right for you. Meet Plush Care, a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. If you qualify, they can safely prescribe you medication from the comfort of your own home. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. I got something for you, white boy Malcolm X. And just to give you a tease, talk about bittersweet, which we'll get to in a moment. But for all you millennial Gen Z kids out there thinking, is he talking about a salted caramel macchiato? Because that tastes kind of bitter. But it's also really sweet. No, that's not what I mean. Not bitter and sweet. And a salted caramel macchiato in addition to being absolutely disgusting, that's salty and sweet, so you're wrong there too. Here, let me tell you what I mean by bittersweet. Like, for all you hysterical millennial Gen Z women out there, those of you who like to go into the inner city to loot, riot, burn, have yourself a a grand gay old time fighting for social justice as you wreck other people's neighborhoods, bang a black guy or two just to piss off your parents. When you head back home, it's kind of bittersweet. It's bitter because your fun is ending, but it's sweet because you get to retreat back to your mostly white, low-crime suburb back to the safety of mommy and daddy. And for all you dopey millennial Gen Z guys out there, those of you who live in your parents' basement, where you spend most of your time playing Call of Duty and jerking off to choking porn, when you're not banging that creepy sex doll you have there in the corner, the sex doll that freaks out your poor mother, when she has to go down there to do the laundry, the sex doll that maybe possibly turns your father on a bit. But when you finally get yourself a real girl, it's kind of bittersweet. It's bitter because you mostly, mostly have to break up with your sex doll. But it's sweet because you're no longer an incel. You know what it's like to be with a real woman. So that's what I mean, kids, when I talk about something being bittersweet. But anyway, white boy Malcolm X, this is going to be very bittersweet for you. Don't know how I missed this, but this past Monday, they started production on Riverdale. Or should I say they started production on the last season of Riverdale? So it's sweet in that you'll be able to see AJKJ Appa, that strapping stud of a ginger, 
that delicious strapping stud of a ginger. But it's bitter because this is the last season you'll be able to do so. And they're in production. Get this. From October 17th through June 23rd of next year. Which seems really, really long to me. That can't be right. That just seems odd to me. Them in production through the middle of next year. And can you imagine being poor AJKJ Appa, if that's true? That kid is basically shirtless half the time on that show, which no one here is complaining about. Nothing wrong with a little eye candy. But the amount of work it takes to keep in shape like that, he's got to have like 3 to 5% body fat on him. It's not like he can go out, have a couple of beers and some pizza, can't have him showing up on set bloated and not, can't see a six-pack or eight-pack or whatever. That's like, what, seven, eight months of being on set 12 hours a day, going to the gym for a few hours, eating a, a salad, no dressing, going to sleep, rinse, repeat. I'd be like, to hell with that crap. And Cole Sprouse has it easy. Really easy. No one cares about him anymore. No one wants to see him shirtless. So he can bloat away. They're all just like, whatever, whale boy. And when this show wraps next year, AJKJ Appa. Guy's going to bloat up like Zach Efron. Get himself a dad bod after all this is done. He'll be like me on a Friday. Get me a damn beer and something greasy. Queen's got to eat. So let's just go ahead and jump into things, folks. And this first one, it's from TMZ. James Corden takes back apology to New York City restaurant owner Abalthazar. What's the saying? When you find yourself in a hole, quit digging. I guess this idiot didn't get that memo. Oh, I'm James Corden. I host a late night talk show. I'm important and stuff. Yes, of course you are, princess. Even if a toilet cleaner infomercial gets more viewers than your silly show. And real quick, what's going on here? James here getting himself banned from Balthazar for allegedly, supposedly, possibly, maybe, acting like a a complete douchebag to the wait staff. The owner of Balthazar, and I've actually eaten there once, years ago, my ex and I, yes, the crystal meth addict, we were in the city, stopped there for dinner one night, It was good. Very good. But the owner of Balthazar, Keith McNally, he labeled James, we'll call him Princess James, because he's acting like a spoiled little princess here. He labeled Princess James a tiny cretin of a man 
and the most abusive customer ever and banned him from the restaurant. And I guess Princess James called McNally to apologize. So the ban got lifted. But then Princess James, he kind of, sort of, yanked his apology when talking to the woke New York Times. And McNally even offered, if Princess James owned up to what he did, he could eat at Balthazar for free for the rest of the year. But that fat little turd, at least as of this story, hasn't relented. This all reminds me of another saying. In addition to when you find yourself in a hole, quit digging. Which Princess James, he's got himself a a gold-plated shovel and he's just digging away, trying to dig all the way to China. But the other phrase I'm thinking of is the measure of a person is how they treat people who can do nothing for them. And I just can't stand. In fact, that's one of the best ways on those weird, random occasions where I actually have a date, going out to eat, seeing how they, not just that they have good table manners, but how they interact with the waiter. And I've been on a couple dates where the guy I was out with Complete jackass to the waiter. And I'm like, and we're done. I've waited tables. Now it's been decades at this point, but I waited tables for a number of years back when I was in college, way back when in the uh, early to mid 90s, I would strangle someone now. Would not put up with that garbage at all. But I've been on the receiving end of some condescending douchebag who thought I was beneath him because I was bringing him some food. Can't stand people like that. So James, Princess James, bless your heart, you pompous jackass. Just remember another saying that comes to mind. Karma is a bitch. So enjoy your healthy serving of karmic justice. Just don't scream at the waiter serving it. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. From bounding into sports, NASCAR suspends Bubba Wallace after intentionally wrecking Kyle Larson. White boy Malcolm X, isn't Bubba Wallace the guy who saw a garage pull-down rope and had a hysterical hissy fit that someone hung a noose in his garage, like the Klan was lurking around some NASCAR race, looking to get Bubba 
Yes, that's what I thought. And here's the pull quote from this story on this little bit of high school drama. Larson dove to the inside of the track to avoid Wallace. Wallace, believing Larson had wronged him by chasing his car up the track, chased him down the track and ran into his right rear quarter panel, sending both cars spinning up the track. So Wallace, he believed Larson had wronged him like Kyle Larson dissed him or something. This isn't even high school nonsense. This is like junior high kind of garbage. Now, I don't watch NASCAR. It's just a bunch of guys going around in circles. If I wanted to see that, I go to a gay bar full of raging power bottoms, all trying to get laid, all trying to see if they can convince another power bottom to top them. Jesus Christmas, I'm going around in circles here trying to find me a top. Yes, of course you are, princess. And so I don't watch it, but I thought the whole point of it was to chase the other cars or be chased by other cars if you're in the lead. They're all going around the same circle. How could you not chase another car? Why is Princess Bubba here getting all butthurt about it? And he got himself a a one-race suspension. Basically, a light tap on the wrist. If that. And they go like, what, 150, 200 miles an hour? It's not like they're New Hampshire drivers lollygagging, la-di-da-di-da, around on Massachusetts highways, clogging everything up with their complete oblivion. And you wreck a car at 150 miles an hour, and I know those cars are built to handle things like that, but he could have gotten someone killed because his fragile ego thought he got dissed. And I guarantee you, folks, if Kyle Larson had deliberately wrecked Bubba Wallace, if the roles had been reversed, he'd be permanently labeled as a racist. And if they didn't completely toss him out of NASCAR, his ass would spend the next 10 years in sensitivity training. So Bubba, just like Princess James, Bless your heart, dear, and bless your poor, fragile, tiny little man-child ego if this is how you act. And bless anyone who has to put up with your little princess routine. Oh, that's just Bubba Wallace. Don't you know? It's all about him. Yes, that it is. And for our last story, folks, It's from Campus Reform. University plans over 30 events for LGBTQ plus history month. How the hell, white boy Malcolm X? How the hell did I not know about this? That we have gay pride in June and we have LGBTQ plus history month in October. We have two full months 
to celebrate the tribe. Our lovable Star Wars bar of a tribe. Wait. Just you wait until the BIPOC folk find out about this. Those poor beleaguered BIPOC folk. All down for the struggle. They spend their every waking moment dealing with white supremacy, white power, white oppression, white fragility, white this, white that, blah, 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 blah. Systemic racism, having to put up with hysterical white liberals and their white savior complex. Oh, I love the BIPOC folk. I'm down for the struggle. Yes, of course you are, princess. But they have to put up with all of that and they still only get like a month each. Here's your lousy, you black folk, here are your 28 days in February. But the queens, the lesbians, the part-time gays and lesbians, the angry militant transgenders, all those heterosexual kids with their personality disorders, their super special pain-in-the-ass gender identities, and their super special pain-in-the-ass pronouns, they get two months to celebrate their whatever. Talk about adding insult to injury. And this is at Syracuse University, and they describe their celebration this way. LGBTQ plus History Month provides an opportunity for the campus community to learn more about and celebrate the history, culture, and contributions of lesbian, gay, bisexual, transgender, queer, intersex, and asexual communities through a host of educational events, social events, and discussions. Now that has to be riveting. The culture and contributions of the queer, intersex, and asexual communities. Not. At least the queens. We have decades and decades of contributions to the culture. What do you think Hollywood is? What do you think Broadway is? If not the many, many, many cultural contributions of queens. What the hell has the intersex community contributed to anything other than to annoy people? Or the asexuals, same thing. And the queer community, that obnoxious word repurposed to make heterosexual kids with personality disorders seem all edgy and cool. What have they contributed to anything other than to really annoy people with their endless gender identities and pronouns. Nothing. Not one damn thing other than we now have made-up words like non-binary gender queer or demi-pansexual gender fluid, that and zizirza or Fay fairy fairy self. Again, heterosexuals with personality disorders. Severe personality disorders. So in other words, 
this nonsense at Syracuse. It's basically a participation trophy to the insufferable brat in the queer community who haven't contributed anything but annoying people, but who need to feel super special and unique. Okay, then. Here's your Syracuse participation trophy. Enjoy. So on that note, since I cannot top this silly pandering at Syracuse, even if most of it is garbage, designed to inflate the self-worth of insecure spoiled brats, since I cannot top that, it is time to plug-pull this podcast. Thank you so much, ladies and gentlemen, for joining us on this Sunday edition of the Miller Frost Podcast. I am your host, Miller Frost, joined as always by my fake black friend, white boy Malcolm X. Have a great rest of your weekend, a good start to your week, and we'll see you back here tomorrow. In the meantime, take care. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.